What a what a what are the Minnesota Vikings going to do at the quarterback position? I'm taking your suggestions on the Locked On Vikings podcast. You liked it on three, one, two, three. You, like you are Locked On Vikings, your daily Minnesota Vikings podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to the Locked On Vikings podcast, where we're always trying to learn something new. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You can find the show anywhere you find your favorite podcasts, whether it is any podcast aggregation place, including Sirius XM, which is uh, also a place you can find live game broadcasts. You can find like the, the Paul Allen broadcast of games on Sirius XM as well. Uh, so make sure you go check that out and see if there's a plan that works for you. We are partnered with Sirius, Sirius XM. You can also find the show on YouTube or Amazon Fire and Roku. You can just download the Locked On Minnesota Sports app. And a thank you especially to those of you who listen to this show every single day. And I'm sure there are a whole bunch of first-time listeners coming in because this is a very interesting situation for the Vikings. So if you are new, welcome in. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Today is Tuesday, and on Locked On Vikings, that's Twitter Tuesday. That's usually when I do a Q&A mailbag episode, uh, and everybody can come ask me whatever. Doing it a little bit more structured today where I'm taking your suggestions as to what the Vikings should do at quarterback. If you've been living under a rock, Kirk Cousins, Achilles injury, MRI confirmed, out for the season. Best of luck to him in his recovery. Uh, and we will sort of revisit the Kirk Cousins contract situation in like February and March, but there's nothing really salient to say about it until then. Now it has to be, what do we do next? Um... There are a lot of different ways to go. The Vikings could get very aggressive at the trade deadline. They could be sellers at the trade deadline. They could straddle some middle ground. They could just stand pat and do nothing and say, we're rolling with Jaron Hall. What do we do? What do they do? Um, so I asked you guys, I said, tell me your plan at quarterback. Send me whatever you got. Oh my goodness, I got so many responses. A lot of duplicates. I've got uh, 40-something uh, actual ideas here. 39 actual ideas here. No, 40. 40 on the dot. Um, and a, a lot of you also gave me just like random trade deadline stuff. I did decide, let's just stick to the quarterback position. But a lot of you said trade away as we're Cleveland for picks or, you know, try to get a running back, stuff like that. I did read those, uh, but let's stay focused and say, what do we do about the quarterback position? And the most common answer by a long shot, probably half of you said stand pat with Hall slash Mullins. That's the wording that Ted Glover used, but that is what you guys said. Just don't go crazy. Don't give up draft picks. None of that. Just go with Jaron Hall. See where the chips lie. If you lose a whole bunch of games, at least you get a draft pick, right? Um, and to that, I say, sure. Uh, I, I, I think that that is probably also the most likely option. Uh, they will have to acquire someone. They just physically, they need a warm body. Uh, but it depends on how serious that warm body is. Is it a call up from someone's practice squad or, you know, do they act, do they go trade for someone? Right. Um, so with Jaron Hall, who will start against the Falcons, almost certainly, I can't really see a scenario where Jaron Hall would not start against the Falcons. Uh, 
unless it's like a, a Josh Freeman thing where they bring in a free agent and they actually feel like he can do it, which like Baker Mayfield did that just last year for the Rams. So like, that's not crazy out of the question, but it's pretty rare. Um, you can probably hang your hat on Jaron Hall starting Kevin O'Connell is super noncommittal in the press conference. I'm sure, right? Like he doesn't know what's going to happen in the trade deadline or anything like that. So he's like, we don't, there's a lot to sort out. We don't know. That was kind of his answer to all of these questions. Um, the real interesting question will be after the Atlanta game, Nick Mullins becomes eligible to come off of IR. So does Justin Jefferson, by the way, that'll help. Uh, so who starts then? And I think if Jaron Hall has a really good game against the Falcons, then it becomes a really interesting one. If he has a disaster class, then it's not so interesting because right now on the depth chart, Mullins is ahead of Jaron Hall. Um, then you get into a weird territory of like, why would you start Mullins? We know about Mullins. We don't know about Jaron Hall. But remember, they have watched Jaron Hall on scout team in practice all the time. They've seen him throw a lot. Um, so they do have some evaluation on him, a lot more than you and I have as, as fans, people who aren't in practice. Uh, and for whatever it's worth, Adam Schefter said that he kind of anticipates this to be the deal, that they don't really like any of the options available outside the building more than they like the guys in the building. Uh, the guys in the building, Jaron Hall and Nick Mullins, and I guess technically Sean Mannion is also still on the practice squad. Um, but there are a whole bunch of other ways that they could go. So the missed kick said probably the next most popular one, which was not necessarily endorsing it or expecting it, but it has never made more sense for the Vikings to acquire Kyler than it does right now. Weird stuff going on in Arizona. Someone else said Josh Dobbs too. They are starting Clayton Toon this week. They've, they've announced Kyler Murray is like kind of healthy, but kind of not. Uh, he's his stat standing with the organization is in question. It's, it's very mysterious what the, Cardinals want to do um, all the reporting is that he's not going to be moved at the deadline though so this is something that is very plausible to revisit but we'll have to revisit it in like March uh, when these things get negotiated a little bit more as an offseason thing and then we'll know where everybody's draft position is we'll, we'll kind of know a little bit more about the situation um that said, he's got a big giant contract. Um, the Cardinals could take some of that on. That contract also doesn't cost much this year. It would cost $2 million this year, he would add, which the Vikings have the cap space to absorb. And it would just be a big contract you take on next year. But if you look at like the cap hits the Vikings would actually absorb, they hover around 35, 30 million. And as the cap goes up, that's actually going to be a pretty good bargain. And I actually think Kirk, uh, Kyler Murray's contract will probably end up in a place where he's underpaid. And we'll have to get paid more or else it's going to be a problem. Um, that would be the nature of the negotiation that I would see coming in the event that the Vikings do get Kyler Murray, but probably would be more of a conversation for the spring and winter. Uh, William Nickerson says Tannehill seems to be the most logical to me if they want to make a run this year. But the gut says they stick with Jaron. Ryan Tannehill is another interesting one. Will Levis just threw four touchdowns uh, against the Falcons in um, in Tennessee in those sick Oilers uniforms. Uh, so Tennessee might be pretty happy with what they've gotten in Will Levis and, and maybe not have any, they haven't even, uh, given up on Malik Willis, but Ryan Tannehill, probably not part of the future for them. So maybe trading something there. Both of those feel like they would be bigger. Both Kyler and Tannehill feel like they would be bigger draft capital and they wouldn't really satisfy the thing that a lot of you said, which is don't give up a whole bunch of draft capital just for a bandaid for this one year to try to salvage something. They're just four and four. They're not eight and eight. No. Um, you know, this is not a contender year. This is just try to stay competitive. Uh, don't 
jeopardize the future for that. And I, and I, I agree with that. I don't think you need to go crazy. The thing though is Kyler Murray would be the future. So you're just making that purchase, but just early. Um, Tannehill is not the future. So I feel like that would have to be like a mid round pick or something like that. And the Titans would have to take on a lot of the money, which I talked to Tyler who does locked on Titans. And that doesn't sound actually like that's out of the question for them. Um, so he might be a lot cheaper than you think. And that would make this more of an option, but it's hard for me to really know the, the environment there. Jenna says trade a fifth for Teddy. Probably not going to get anyone better than him. And if we're going to lose, I want to lose with my favorite player. (laughs) Okay. I love that. Um, emotionally. Yes. Fantastic. Would love Teddy Bridgewater. Is Teddy Bridgewater better than Jaron Hall and Nick Mullins? It is certainly possible. Um, I don't think that it is guaranteed. It is certainly possible. I don't think the the Lions part ways, and this is something that's going to happen a lot in all of these suggestions. You can't just like snake someone's primary backup away because they need that guy. What if their quarterback gets hurt, right? They're looking at the situation the Vikings are in and they don't want to get caught with their pants down in it. So you would have to pay like I intend to start this guy draft capital And I don't think that we want to like, you'd have to be like a third. I don't think you could get him for a fifth. And I don't think that that's worth it. Uh, And then you get, you know, division rival tax and all that stuff. Uh, Dan says, do you think Arizona would give up Josh Dobbs now that Kyler's coming back? So if they like Clayton, I like this one. If they like Clayton Toon and Kyler's coming back, they have their starter and a backup. So I think you could maybe get Josh Dobbs and Arizona would just be happy to kind of get anything. Uh, The problem is, Josh Jobs maybe just got benched for Clayton Toon, so I don't know if I want to buy into that. I don't know if that's going to be a better option than just going with Jaron Hall. And that might be one of the guys that is quote-unquote available that Kevin O'Connell and Quasi Dofamensa don't actually like really want that much. Um, look, a lot of these suggestions, like these suggestions are going to get less and less serious as we go on. I think there's only a couple of really actually serious options uh, that the Vikings could go over uh, and we're not all the way through the ones that I feel like are like reasonable to project, but we're getting to the end of them. So get ready for this to get a little bit silly as we move forward. Today's episode is brought to you by DoorDash. DoorDash is a very, very, very clutch way to get some grub in the middle of a game. Now for me, that is incredibly clutch. I do it like every Sunday at least uh, because I'm, juggling so many things during game day. I've got a a very intense note-taking process and uh, dealing with like getting ready for the postcast and all that. There's so much going on live tweeting um, that I do not have, like there is no way I can put the game down and say, I'm going to go like make lunch. Like that's never going to happen. So why don't you just get it delivered right to your door? That's what DoorDash is for. And it's been a really clutch way for me to find places in my area that I really like. Yeah, you could go get the classic chains everybody goes to, but take a look around in your area and find something. You can find some really cool hidden gems that are trying to get their word out there on DoorDash. You can get 50% off also up to a $10 value when you spend 15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKED23. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-2-3. You can get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend 15 bucks or more on your first order. Just download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKED23. Subject to change, terms apply. Thanks so much for making Lockdown Vikings your first listen of the day. Hey, if all of this trade deadline stuff isn't jiving with you, or if you're listening to this and it's already passed and all of this is completely worthless... 
um, go check out my Patreon page, patreon.com slash LukeBrownNFL. I'll do a little bit more film breakdown stuff and stuff that might be a little bit more relevant to the questions you may have. Um, the next one I'm going to do comes from F.S. Doyer, Doyer, who says, I'm sure O'Connell can make Case Keenum work on the second try. Bring him home. This is kind of in the Teddy world for me, where I don't know if he would actually be a good idea, but boy, I would like it emotionally. <laughs> I love Case Keenum. Come on, that 2017 season was awesome, and he just kind of like dropped that, refused to elaborate and leave. Uh, he's always going to be welcome in Minnesota, in my opinion, but probably wouldn't want to break the bank for him. And in Houston, well, they have Davis Mills and they have CJ Stroud, so you might not have to. Somebody else said Davis Mills, which I, the same logic applies, and you just kind of say, hey, Texans, which which guy don't you want? You don't need all three. Um, so you might be able to get something going there, but I, like if he comes in, I'm not sure he starts. Like, I don't know if he actually improves your situation overhaul, but boy, does he give you a really sick backup option. Um, Adam gives me, a, speaking of backup option, Colt McCoy as Hall's backup. Maybe of all of these, the most likely thing, in my opinion, to actually happen is that the Vikings sign Colt McCoy, who's a free agent right now, who has a lot of familiarity with um, with Kevin O'Connell, tons of veteran experience. He and Mannion help Jaron Hall. Mannion is currently in the building. I honestly, I think Mannion is only on the practice squad because they're grooming him to be a coach. And once he decides to hang him up as a player, he's going to just be a, uh, an assistant QB coach with the Vikings. Like, I think that's actually going to happen or an assistant QB coach at wherever Kirk Cousins ends up because part of it's that relationship. Um, but, you know, you get tons of experience to help the young kid out and Nick Mullins as well. And in the event that Jaron Hall does get hurt in the Atlanta game, you're not turning to Sean Mannion. He's just there as an emergency guy and you're turning to Colt McCoy, who I don't know if I feel that much better about, but I mean, at that point you're down to, you know, the, your, your three QBs are hurt. Like you're not going to have a good option at that point. Uh, Zeb gives a similar one. This is signed John Walford off of the Bucks practice squad. So this one is interesting. Uh, it was reported earlier on Monday that the Rams had done this because Matt Stafford is hurt too. Uh, and John Walford like it seemed like that had happened and everybody was excited about it. And it turns out that he said, no, I want to stay in Tampa. So I don't know if that's, I want to stay in Tampa. I'm not signing anywhere in which case. All right. This just won't happen. Or if it was just, he didn't want to like go back to LA for whatever reason, but he would go somewhere else. I have no idea what the nature of that situation is, but that might, that's another guy, a lot of familiarity with Kevin O'Connell and would come in and kind of be that QB three or QB two until Nick Mullins comes back kind of guy. Um, good thunder guy says, I want to see what the Texans want for Davis Mills. Kind of the same idea. We're getting into the pipe dream. I don't know if this guy would start kind of deal. Like, I don't know if Davis Mills would play over Jaron Hall. He certainly wouldn't right away, right? He would have to learn the whole offense. JV swap said trade for Jacoby Brissett. Um, this one's tough. Jacoby Brissett's in Washington right now. And between him and Sam Howell, there's an argument that Commanders fans have made that Jacoby Brissett just should be the starter. So he's like arguably the best quarterback there. And I don't know if the commanders are going to let that go, uh, at least not for not much. But they are over there talking about him as like a tradable piece at the trade deadline. It does feel like one where you maybe would have to pay a little bit more than we're comfortable with. Matty Brown, who is a Seahawks enjoyer, says Drew Locke, <laughs> kind of the same deal. Uh, he is as the backup for Geno Smith. Like he's a good backup. 
Um, and that's another deal where like, I don't know if you could get Seattle to part ways with him without paying Seattle. Like you're paying for a starting quarterback. Um, I don't trust drew lock as just like a bona fide anointed starter. And I don't want to jeopardize. Like, I don't want to pay a third for him or God, like a second for him. Um, just to have him start for eight games. And I'm sure as hell I'm not committing to drew lock as the future starter. So like the math just doesn't work on that one. He just falls into like, not quite the right category. Uh, bossy said caller suggested Mac Jones for a mid round pick thought that was interesting. Um, so Matt caller does purple insiders, big Mac Jones guy. So that doesn't surprise me. Um, I have disagreed with him about Mac Jones pretty much since the get go. I think that that, I, I, somebody suggested this to me on Twitter. My first thought was like, that would be like buying Enron stock in 2002. Go look up the timeline of that thing. Like he is a disaster right now. This would be the reclamation project of reclamation projects. I would have absolutely no interest in seeing him play in purple. Um, brain strain, brain says Bailey Zappi, <laughs> kind of the same thing. Uh, I don't think that he would start over Jaron Hall. So he would be another one where you're, you're sending him a seventh and you're getting your backup for a little bit. And they're just trying to, you know, flip him for whatever value they can right now. Uh, Tyler Mori says trade for Stafford. We actually have a few of these that are like for kind of weird starter type guys. Um, so Matt trading for Matt Stafford. I haven't even looked at the contract, but I just cannot imagine the Rams. He's got like a minor injury right now. And the Rams still kind of feel like they're in a season, even though they just got totally destroyed by the Cowboys. Um, they probably aren't hanging it up on the season at all yet. Uh, I, I can't see them getting rid of. Stafford. I think they're going to ride Stafford till the wheels fall off, to be honest with you uh, until he retires. Uh, Elbow bread says Jameis Winston. Jamison Winston is what he said. Uh, if we still want to win games and if we don't, then go with Hall. Uh, okay, Jameis Winston. My instinct is is no thank you. <laughs> A lot of people said Jameis Winston and, you know, hey, it would be fun. It would be, you know, chaotic. He would, you know, throw three touchdowns and three interceptions. That's kind of who he is. And sure, but I also want to mention there's a fake report out there that the Vikings are like in talks about Jameis Winston. I could not verify it at all. And, uh, upon investigating it's, it's like CJ Golson, Golston or something like that, that said that they're in talks with Jameis Winston. That account is not, uh, reliable. That's the answer that I came up with. So until I see a real report, that's not going to be, I, people were like, tagging me on Twitter with like Jameis Winston gifts thinking like, Oh, it was about to happen. And I, I think y'all got duped. I'm sorry. Um, Mark Carrickner says trade for Mitch Trubisky. Thanks. I hate it. Uh, <laughs> and he says trade for Sam Darnold. Uh, similarly. Thanks. I hate it. Uh, Mitchell Kipp says <laughs> Bethard is the only option. If he's not too expensive from a draft capital standpoint, I got to Google where CJ Beathard is. He is on the Jacksonville Jaguars and he is their primary backup. So that's another one where like, unless they feel real good about pulling Nathan Rourke up off the practice squad, I don't think you can pry him away without spending a little bit more than we're comfortable with for a guy that will probably start eight games, not be that good and then walk um, or like transition to being the backup. Like we're talking fifth round pick. I don't think the Jags say yes. Uh, Aaron Nicklay says AJ McCarron. 
Probably a mediocre professional QB, but he's never been given a chance to see what he can do. He has been around for a while, AJ McCarron. He is a longtime journeyman vet, XFL. Hey, go Battle Hawks. Um, I th- he was the best QB in the XFL, though. I think he's a kind of guy that I would feel like cool about bringing in for a workout, but actually giving him any, like putting any stock in him and like leaning on a guy that is kind of on the outs of the NFL as a whole <laughs> gives me a lot of pause. Jack Callahan says, sign Nick Foles. Speaking of guys that are on the outs of the NFL, <laughs> um, I, there is a certain cosmic reality to this that like, I think we at some point have to roster Nick Foles just to like pay God back. But <laughs> outside of that, outside of the magic curse of it all, uh, not so into it. Um, look, there's a whole bunch more that I'm going to get. They are going to only get less serious from here. So everybody buckle up for your weirdest ideas, which I absolutely love hearing from you, by the way. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. It's America's number one sports book. And if you are new to sports betting, it's a great time to get in right now because new customers can get 150 bucks in bonus bets. All you got to do is sign up at FanDuel.com slash locked on. Place one money line bet, $5 at least, and it can be any money line bet. It doesn't even have to be like a good value money line bet. You can like bet on the Chiefs. You can bet on the biggest favorite of the week. If you win, you get 150 bucks back in bonus bets. That's it. So you can, that's 30 to one odds on something that could be like a minus 400 money line game on a two touchdown spread because Miami's playing some crappy team. I don't even know who Miami's playing. Um, but like, that's what you can get here. It's a pretty cool deal. So if, you th- if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there is no better time to get in on the action. You can get spreads, player props, all kinds of crazy parlays you can dig up, all the cool stuff that you all, I know you all just love to do. So go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, let's get to the weird stuff. First one comes from Jacob Worley, who says, grab Malik Cunningham from New England's practice squad. Actually, that's not that weird. Uh, that would be, kind of occupy the same space as like a Colt McCoy or... or uh, John Walford, that kind of, you know, just be a guy and maybe he competes and maybe he's something, but he's more of a dart throw just to be a warm body in the meantime while we wait for Nick Mullins to get back. But I wouldn't hate that. It's cheap, obviously. Uh, Anti-Gravity says Josh Freeman can famously be up to speed in a week. <laughs> I, I only pulled this one because it's worth mentioning that if we are bringing in somebody, if you, if you are going to do any of the things that we went to from Brissett to Drew Locke to something like Kyler Murray or Ryan Tannehill, uh, you're probably not starting him against Atlanta. So Falcons fans, if you're listening to this, you're getting Jaron Hall. There's really not a lot the Vikings can do about that just because there's not really enough time to get a quarterback up to speed. You would have kind of already had to have him in the building and the guy they did already have in the building for this scenario is on IR with a back injury. We're down to QB three. It's a rough moment. All of the things we're talking about are much more future things. Uh, BBD says, is it time for Seattle Sea Dragons legend Ben DiNucci? Uh, well, all things are possible, um, but doubt it. Uh, Stizo says, sign Carson Wentz and then watch Arif. <laughs> that would be the only good thing about the Vikings signing Carson Wentz. That dude stinks uh, and is... I, I, don't know if he ever gets another job in the NFL again, and it's like probably time. 
Mario Rossi says no QB, only the Wildcat with Cam Akers. I don't think that we have the run game for that. <laughs> it's had some good moments, but it's certainly not a consistent run game. I don't think we have the horses for that at all. Uh, we have the horses for a pass game. We have the horses for like a, a, a quick strike, spread them out kind of QB, which can be Jaron Hall. I mean, he's a rollout guy. He's very much like a scheme fit kind of quarterback. It can be Nick Mullins too. Um, but we, I mean, we've got the, let's just do a hitch and see if Justin Jefferson can, or Jordan Addison can make something happen. Kind of, kind of deal. Um, Zeeb says, give Jefferson a start at QB and see how it goes. <laughs> Why not <laughs> throw caution to the wind? Uh, the, the only way to get through is to keep digging. That is the mentality there. Uh, Payne says, I want to be the guy that, uh, that gets the funniest option available. Pull Blake Bortles out of retirement, a pretty funny option, but I'm unfortunately, I'm going to have to give that to Trey Lance enjoyer, but now unironically, which is already off to a great start who suggested a few weeks ago on your show, you said there's no such thing as a stupid question. I have accepted your challenge. <laughs> Should the Vikings trade for Jordan love? Um, okay. Yeah. I, I that's gotta be the funniest thing. That's definitely the funniest one. Uh, no, the, that would be a lifeline to green Bay after seeing Jordan love play. The issues are numerous and they are going to have to stick by that guy for like two years, I think before he really starts to pull together and they've already, he's in year four. Like they've already had a lot of time. Uh, I, I don't, think that a lot of that time was useful. I think he probably like, I don't know. He doesn't look like a guy that like is in his fourth year as a quarterback, you know? Um, but you also incur the same problems. That, okay. That's green Bay's starter, right? So what are you paying to them? Division rival tax. And are we going to move forward with Jordan love? I think the answer is obviously not. That is the funniest suggestion, but it's not a stupid question. There can't be a stupid question on this podcast. Everything is inbounds. Uh, Mr. Football Face says, I can't believe I'm saying this. Fields. <laughs> uh, okay, that's not as funny as Jordan Love. It's not as bad of an idea as Jordan Love. So things are weird in Chicago right now. Uh, in Chicago, there is, like, Chicago radio is starting to put put out, like, theories about it, how the team is secretly sabotaging the reputation of Jordan or of Justin Fields inside the organization. Cause some of the people like coaching Tyson Bagent better. Like that's a narrative in Chicago radio right now. That's where they're at. Um, so assuming that that is true and not at all drummed up because it's t sports talk radio, giving them that credit. Um, they might, maybe they want to get rid of him and they want to go with Tyson Bagent. And maybe you want to get Justin Fields. Sure, man. Also, no, thank you. I'll pass on that. Uh, I think Jordan Field, it's in the same thing as Jordan Love to me. It's like, this dude's been coasting on the idea of potential for so long. At what point, aren't we supposed to have seen this by now? Aren't we supposed to have known by now? It's been too long. You're in year three with Fields, year four with Love. It's, you you got to start seeing it by now. Uh, Michael says, Cam Newton. Fantastic. Speaking of uh, studs of the 2010s, Earl Tree Lore says Hurt Colin Kaepernick is available. A few people said this. Hey, bring him in for a workout. So I'm basically always in favor of bringing a guy in for a workout. It's really hard for me to say, no, don't even bring him in for a workout. Like, bring it. Why not? Right. Bring in everybody. See what they got. Um, so, of course, bring him in for a workout. He has insisted the entire time that he's been blackballed, that he's in playing shape, that he's ready to go. Uh, and he's just waiting for a call from an NFL team. Um, he's been on that 
was 2016 was the last time he played in the NFL. So it's what been like seven years now. Um, yeah, he's he's ready to go. I would set absolutely no expectation for a guy who's been out of the league that long, but a workout. Let's see what he got. Right. Let's explore it. I sure. Why not? Uh, Alyssa just posted a screenshot of Tom Brady's Instagram page. This is another one. Yeah, sure, man. Give him a call. Let him hang up on you and say he's just too divorced for that. Sure. Uh, Spencer says, has anyone suggested Aaron Rodgers? How close is he to recovery? No, nobody has suggested Aaron Rodgers. Probably with good reason. How close is he to recovery? Not very. (laughs) He's aiming at like maybe being ready for the playoffs, Uh, which look, man, (laughs) I don't think so, Tim. Uh, I'm not giving the Jets an out for their situation. Like some of these are just lifelines for teams in bad situations. Like, oh, yeah, you want to take Justin Fields off me and and give me draft capital so that I can save face for this terrible situation that I've gotten myself in that the Bears have gotten themselves into. Yeah, sure. You can do that division. Like I'm not doing that. And I think that would be for the Jets. They've now got an old quarterback coming off an ACL and they're paying him a bunch of money. And if he doesn't retire, there's nothing they can do about that. So, yeah. I'm not giving him that lifeline. Uh, Shadow says trade for Taysom Hill for the memes, or maybe one of the vets who'd want to join. Uh, Yeah, that's the same thing. That's a rough contract for the Saints right now. Like you go look at that and they've restructured it a few times now. It is a tough spot. I am not giving the Saints a lifeline on getting out of a bunch of base salary there. And also, I don't think the Saints can physically afford all all the cap acceleration that would happen. Uh, so they would have to do all kinds of crazy cap stuff, which they would. They're insane. But just it's like another uh, wrench in the engine there. Nikaka says, I want to feel the Ryan Patrick experience just once in my life. I'm good on that. Uh, Sports Guy 709 says Trace McSorley already has a theme song to run onto the field with. Uh, I have had to Google him three. I keep forgetting where he is. Trace McSorley is a oh, he's a Chicago Bear guy. Um Boy, oh, and he was a Patriot before. That's right. And he's got a walkout song. I don't know what that means, but sure, let's bring him onto the practice squad. Honestly, yeah, sure. Let's 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 bring him in as uh the John Walford Colt McCoy kind of guy that's sort of just also in the room but doesn't actually challenge Hall. And finally, Justin says Trey Lance. No thank you. Trey Lance is currently inactive every game day behind Cooper Rush, and it's like been a few weeks. He should be ready to go if he were ready to go right now. Trey Lance is somebody, if you do acquire Trey Lance, what the Cowboys are doing here, that is a reclamation project. That is a, we're going to see if we can develop you and we don't expect anything from you in two years. The Vikings aren't, they, we got to do something now. So I don't think that Trey Lance is is the guy. If you think he can be the guy as a like full-time starter, he is going to be the Vikings Pro Bowl quarterback in 2024. Go for it. I have not seen enough from him. I think I just about got everybody. I'm sure there's some of you that had other ideas, but that's about what we got. Look, trade deadline is happening. Might have already happened by the time you listen to this. So whatever happens or doesn't happen, we'll talk about it on Wednesday as well as maybe some film review stuff if I have anything interesting to say there. But we're probably just going to keep talking about Jaron Hall. So uh, I'll see y'all for that. Welcome to the ride. You can't get off. And as always, skull. (laughs)